following is a digital media production. What an episode of We Know Nothing. Mark Norman was with us. Mark, did you have fun? This was too fun. You guys are going to love it. It's fun, it's dirty, and it's insightful. Great energy this episode. Really fun episode. And uh, Phil, we don't miss you at all. You stink. (laughs) Check it out. Anya Marina, sitting here with one of my best friends of all time. We're back. We're getting I knew she wasn't talking about me. Uh-huh. Mr. Mark the Norman. Yeah. Hi, Mark. How are you? Yes. Good. Good. Great glad to, to be here. Really glad to see just you and talk with only you for the next hour. It's, we can do that. You know, she knew I was going to gun for her, so she's at me. Mm. And the warm-hearted, kind. All right. Nice try. True, <laughs> true <laughs> companion, nice. real yeah. fan of my music. Paper. I do like your music, Mr. Sam. You wrote it. I mean, you were difficult. Uh, uh, he's a lover. <laughs> he's a lover. He's a fighter of love. I could get a little more level from Mark. I think, uh, Ooh, yeah, because yeah. you know he's a guest, and we really respect him and his vocal oh. cords. Oh, thank you, Mark. I gotta tell you, one of the first. I mean, I've always loved your comedy since Nikki Glaser first got me hip to you. Uh-huh, and I saw thanks. you, but I remember there was one day at the park. Mm-hmm. Or we were all at the park. What holiday was that with a bunch of comics? Oh, I think I was at this too, right? Maybe you were. And Mark was like shirtless frisbee. Yeah, or and something. I was like, oh, yeah. all of us were like, whoa, Mark is a babe, a Saurus Rex. I did say wow. that. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> no, you can, you are in great shape. What are uh, you well, doing? Well, for a comedian, I think. Let's, let's clarify. <laughs> for any male. I don't know about well, that. Mark boxes I mean, and that, stuff. That I box. Was, oh, is that what it is? Yeah. It seems like anybody who boxes is in great shape. It shreds you. It's the best thing. Yeah, dude. Good for physical. Do you do it with Will Sylvins and all those people? Nah, I don't. I, I wanted to be away from the comics. I wanted to just do it on my own. You, you know? don't want to be vulnerable around comedians. Yes. Right. Oh, it is vulnerable making, right? Yeah. What is boxing like? Like, do you go for an hour? Is it three hours? It's, I always picture it's like all day. It's one hour, and it's in and out, and it's, it, it it kills you. By the end of the hour, you you you're done. You're spent. You're covered in sweat. You're sore. Your your arms are like noodles. You can't swing them. Is that how you have that like eleven pack or twelve? Oh God, I don't it's know like, about that. Boy, I'm feeling moisture from here. <laughs> yeah, Jesus I don't Christ! Know. You sure you're talking about me? This might be uh, Jason Burke you're referring to, or somebody else. I don't do that. I do like the ellip. That's whenever we're bouncing jokes, I'm on like the elliptical or something. That's my workout. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's good cardio. Why are you laughing about that? That's all I do. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm not bragging, but that's Yeah, the but only- you're fit. You're like someone I just, I assume, just doesn't eat that much and like, you know. Mm. Like, <laughs> yeah, I get to eat little- twigs and berries. <laughs> shit like that. Twigs Pond are water. underrated. But I'm in good shape. I mean, she's fit. Yeah. I've seen I could the music be stronger. Videos. I could be stronger. Uh, strong women are weird. You could be emotionally are stronger. They? Yeah. You complain a lot. I mean, it's I, pretty. I do. It's oh no, rough. I am it's not smiling. very emotionally strong. Although I've made it through a lot of tough years with you. Uh-huh. You know, well, it feels like years. It's only it's only been like a year. <laughs> really, it does yeah. feel like. It a, feels like a, a podcast with two Jews would be so much bickering. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't see that coming. And I loved your uh, st- uh, this is stand up thing with uh, that Jessica Pilot. Produced. Can I just say for the record that you it, hated it, it? It's on YouTube. I hated it, and everybody t- who I talked to was like, "You look like a fucking anxiety riddled weirdo. You're all." Sc- skitsy and weird and I'm like yeah because I banged the producer so it's super <laughs> awkward that's why really that wasn't the real me it was just she was 
flirting and I'm like on camera and she's in my face with like three pounds of lipstick and a mole coming at me <laughs> and I'm just like yeah 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 I'm, this is super uncomfortable I uh, I enjoyed it I thought it was well done I thought you came off really interesting and very self-aware because you talked about like your style and I thought it was really intimate and you sort of talked about how difficult it is to be intimate and like you're uh-huh. like I don't make eye contact with people I, know, I really I related to that a lot oh really yeah. you seem pretty well adjusted except for it's, the music oh jeez you don't know her <laughs> I mean it's taken a long time I mean do Jessica when she's we used to. I did one too with her, and she would. You uh, did? Oh yeah, yeah, I love yours. And then, uh, and she would FaceTime me, and it would just be her lips. <laughs> yes, yeah, and she knows what she's doing. Yeah, it's very yeah. sexual. Right. It would just be her lips. On, I was like, can you get your whole face in there? You're making me uncomfortable. Right. Like, what right. are you talking about? <laughs> How do you guys feel no. when someone FaceTimes you now? I hate FaceTime. You do all I, the time. I hate it. He has to do it because he's on a long disc. Right. No, I do it a lot. But yeah. I, I don't like it. She hates it. I, really? I thought it was weird like three years ago when a, a good guy friend of mine was like, let's Skype. And I'm like, why? Well, Skype feels yeah. like it's more work. FaceTime's just right there. Well, this mm-hmm. is before FaceTime. Maybe this was like six years ago. Okay. I remember I was in my LA apartment and I was like, why do you want to Skype? I'm in pajamas. And I didn't want to tell him I was in pajamas because I know how much guys hate when girls are in sweats or pajamas. Yeah, we really hate it when you're underdressed. That's really awful. You yeah. guys do not like it when a girl's in I love in it. Sweats. Are you kidding me? I yeah, love I it. Yeah, it's like my I favorite. I, don't, I like it better than all done up. It's like less to do. It feels When, uh-huh. when women are all done up, it feels like work. I feel like I'm like, uh, you know, like, like fucking up a painting or something. Uh-huh. Ah, good point. Rob Lowe has a whole chapter in his book, or a whole section about how he's like... You read Rob Lowe's book? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I didn't know he had a book. I didn't know he could read. I can't believe I haven't read much, but this shit that I've read, and if you guys saw my my book, Kindle History or whatever, it'd be pretty sad. I don't know why I like memoirs. Anyway, he writes about how much he's like, I have a visceral reaction when I see women in pajamas, because I guess his mom was like... An alcoholic or something. There's somebody, mm. and uh, he's just like, I can't stand a woman in pajamas, and that Whoa, stuck in my yeah. head. Jeez, interesting. I should tell it to the 16 year old he fucked. Did he? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Whoa, I didn't know that. Two, two. Those are three some, I think. Wow. I don't know. That's alleged. I think. It's alleged. Anyway, a legend. You? He is a legend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I didn't know that. FaceTime is weird. I kind of don't mind it so much anymore because I'm like I should practice doing that you know who does it a lot musicians they'll be like mm. want to write like guys in Nashville will be like want to write over FaceTime but there's a two there's like a second delay so you can't play a song together yes I hate that delay you know it's also you, it's all eye contact that's all yeah. FaceTime is and I like to I'm looking at your clavicle right. and I look at Sam's it's a nice clav throw. right yeah. my neck Great beard <laughs> yeah the neck beard all my, day my Tom Hanks morning radio look <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude the you know uh, yeah, I, I like it because it's my girlfriend, but I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be into it otherwise. It's weird. No, no, no. I, I like, like texting. Oh, I love text. And people give you shit like, you can't have a real connection. I could have more of a connection because there's less pressure. Yeah. When you talk, if it's quiet for a minute, you freak out. If it's uh, you're stepping over each other, you freak out. But with text, it's all clear. You're more connected, but it's on only text, a definitely. monologue. Totally. It's yeah. not a it's not a conversation. Well, we have we have long diatribes on text. But isn't there more room for error and miscommunication? Like, I could have gone out on a date with this guy recently, but because but of you bad FaceTime texting him. form. Oh, yeah. You, well, he asked you to FaceTime, but right? But he didn't. We never had met. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's weird. Like, if you live 20 that's blocks like away from someone, like, you're like, let's FaceTime. That's fucking lame. Yeah. Man up and get a cup of coffee yeah, or a beer. Yeah, I completely you know? agree. <laughs> I'm, with, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Or call. I mean, a call over a FaceTime. Yeah, I even a suggested a call. 
which yeah. I was like, that's kind of big of me, I thought, to, yeah. to suggest a call. Sam made fun of me for that. For what? When I said, he's lucky I invited him to call me. Oh, yeah. Well, like, let's get off your little fucking throne for a second. <laughs> <laughs> he's lucky I invited Why, to talk to you? It's Downton Abbey in my apartment. I've invited him to call me at 3 p.m. <clears throat> yeah. It's how sad men are now. Is like, this girl's like, why don't you be a man and call me? I'm like, that's all I have to do <laughs> to be a man? Great. All right. I can do that. <laughs> but you date a lot. You you're, you always seem like you find new, interesting people that you... Norman is the coxman of a generation, I, I know. would say. I would, I I would call Mark the coxman of our generation somebody wrote into us asking for pickup lines and we didn't have a good answer what's ah. a good opener with a girl i always go up to a girl and i go man i gotta tell you if i wasn't gay they're like oh you are and i'm like no i it, it, it gets a good laugh and <laughs> that's really come good. out of the gate oh that's great threat, non-threatening with a laugh you know it's fun I, so I heard smart. a great one uh remember that book in the that book about the comics i forget the name i'm dying up here yeah and uh richard lewis is open to which he'd go up to a woman and he'd say i will buy you a tuna sandwich anywhere in this city oh that's great <laughs> great opener that's great that's amazing i like yours better though. that's great well seinfeld would go up to a woman and go you know you wouldn't know what to look at me but i can run really fast <laughs> which i don't know why i like that so much it is funny There's something silly about it's it it's kind yeah. of macho and self-deprecating at the same yeah, time yeah yeah and he's kind of in on the joke yeah that's cute mm-hmm. that's great I love it when a guy can make you laugh right up front. All right. And especially the non-threatening part, because it's scary to it be is. a girl on a date with a strange man. It's a tough line for women, because you, you want to be hit on, but it's also scary, and it's threatening and aggressive, but also nice. It's weird. It's hard, too, because a lot of like really charming, charismatic guys are crazy. Yeah, they're serial killers. Uh, that's like that's, yeah. that's in the abusive manual. Yeah, and if right. that's what you're looking for, which is like always on my in my top five like gotta be funny mm-hmm. then I ignore the other stuff like m- might not murder me <laughs> <laughs> you know probably well, won't murder you know, me a small price to pay for a nice uh, night out right? you know? true at least I had fun and laughed charm goes along with they said Dahmer was like a <laughs> yeah. good looking guy he, so was... he, had a, he had a tight 30 too he could crush it on the road <laughs> <laughs> no he was really good looking yeah there you go god did you watch that documentary I did I did Woo, that was Can't... chilling he like would go back to the scene of the crime, right? Those guys want to get caught. I think so. Yeah. Didn't think he have so. a wife yeah. or girlfriend? Some, like, well, they don't really, but they like. They, I think that's the rush for them. Right. He's going bad. What about Durst? Robert Durst. Fred Durst. Uh, Robert yeah. Durst. <laughs> Fred Durst. Yeah. The he nookie. Was <laughs> yeah, Fred Durst. The, the, the Robert Durst. HBO. Oh, yeah. Robert Durst. The Jinx. Yeah. Jinx, yeah. That was, that was my favorite one. That was amazing. That Did was he want to get caught, though? I felt like he was too yeah, smart. Yeah, dude, he kept in, get, doing the interviews. Ah, That's how he got point. done good in. Good point, yeah. I mean, uh, if, you, if you really don't want to deal with that, you just don't deal with that. He was like, he kept humoring the guy. He kept good talking point. to him. Yeah. He wanted to get caught. I he think killed right. his best friend. Just shot her in the back of the head. Crazy. And that longtime best friend. I mean, how do you do that? And He's he, nuts. and he, I think he went down for a tuna sandwich the first time. Remember that? Oh yeah, it that's was like right. some gas station sandwich. Yes, that's what did it. Really? He stole it. That, that, that's the. He yeah, that's the wanting to get caught. That's he, it. He he was like oh. he's a rich guy who was just like I'll just buy. That was the best part of the show when they were like in the beginning where, where they said you know do you, well it's going to cost a lot you know for a defense you have two hundred fifty thousand dollars like well not on me. <laughs> <laughs> and he's in this small town in Texas. They're like well, who the fuck is this guy? Right. <laughs> <laughs> also when uh, when he was talking into his mic and he's like oh these fucking guys and the, the, the his mm-hmm. lawyer ran and was like what are you doing they can hear you and he goes oh yeah so he knew he oh, knew they could hear right. him and he still did it later. That's like out of the. That's like out of a out of a movie you wouldn't even believe it and then it yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Insane. 
I killed them all. <laughs> well, so many people who you know commit mass murders and then kill themselves, they just want to be famous. They just yeah. want to have like go out with some kind of weird legacy. Mm-hmm. Do you ever think about your legacy? I have been lately because I've been depressed. <laughs> I think about my legacy all the time. You do? It's- do you want to have children? I don't know. I go back and forth. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I want, I want like six kids. I want to he- headlock and run around in the park and shoot frisbee and no basketball. No shirts on. No shirt on. Eleven pack. <laughs> and then uh, sometimes like, oh god, that seems like hell and little exhausting. exhausting and like putting them to bed every night and uh, putting their socks on. The little things bug me. You, you want? Do you, I never. I don't know if I've ever asked you if you want kids. I don't know. I, I go back and forth. I'm the same. What, seems think, like you'd be a fun dad. You if, might not be there to put their. Socks on, yeah. or whatever. But you'd be out doing sets. I know. I'd have to be a millionaire if I had a kid. I think. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I want a nanny. City. Yeah. yeah totally. I want a big house. I want you know the whole thing. It's interesting about guys that want a lot of kids. What's that about? Did you come from a family with a lot of kids? No, just one brother. Huh. We there last night when Attell referred to Kevin Brennan as a great dad. We're like, oh, is he? And he said, he's like, well, I mean, for here, because he admits he's the father. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. So good. I forgot to tell you when I was on tour in Portland. Did I tell you? We all went to go see Dave Attell, me and yeah. my band and all my friends. I told you that? Yeah. So I have seen you since tour. No, we talked on the phone. Oh, okay. Not on the podcast. Yeah. He was so nice. He like, it was insane. First of all, he killed. I mean, I've seen him perform in the city a mm-hmm. ton. And... I guess I've never seen like a full hour set. I mean, every there was like a joke every thirty every oh, thirty yeah. seconds max. I mean, it was just like insane. He's he a killed, and um, and it's effortless. He's just one after another. He's not even breaking yeah. a sweat. And it was so like city centric. Like it was mm-hmm. focused on Portland. Like so much of the shit was new. It was great. Wow. It was flawless. And then the show's done, and he just like comes out with like a stack of cash. Like meets all my friends, meets everybody. Like what do you want? What do you want to drink? What do you? Come uh, on. Like, everybody drinks i'm like what are you doing yeah save your money he's really generous why he's he's nicest he should be where louis is i don't get it i mean i know louis puts out more shit and more stuff but like Attell should be known in the in america well i think Attell puts puts out the stuff he just doesn't release it you know yeah like louis releases the specials Attell just kind of hates it and won't release it i guess so it's like punishing the world right he needs just a publicist that'll kick him in the ass like we're putting an hour out by this time or something Get some sketches. Any idea? I mean, he's just—he should be known as the funniest guy in America. He's the classic comedian. He is. He is. He hates his act. He hates himself. <laughs> I know. Well, you've been touring a ton. I mean, you open for Amy Schumer all over the place all the time. Yeah. How has that changed? Has that changed your feelings about fame at all? Like just watching somebody who's gone to this mm. astronomical level. Do you want that? That's a good question. I don't want what she has. I mean, she uh, she can't go through an airport without getting. You know, mob. So now she has to do private jets and all that. And I couldn't do it. There's obviously perks. You know, we can get in any restaurant. They'll kick people out literally to get her in there. And it's crazy. Have you seen that happen? Oh, yeah. Like, you, sir, you'll have to leave. You and your family will have <laughs> yeah, to leave. They'll be like, all right, speed it up, people. You got to really? go. They need, we need this room. And they're uh-huh. like, oh, shit. They're like signing checks on the way out, you wow. know. And, uh, you know, the private jet's amazing. All the hotels are incredible. The arena tours are incredible. And you get she gets all these crazy gifts that she doesn't want. So she's like, you want this? I don't want this. And I'm like, yeah, I got a hockey helmet from the Pittsburgh uh, Penguins that she didn't want. And they all signed it to oh Schumer. God. And I was like, I'll take that. <laughs> and uh, crazy stuff, but... That's hilarious that there's like this meaningful gesture and she's like, hey, just get this Yeah, off. I know, there's I know. There's probably so many of those. So things. many. So many gift bags. Yeah, they like make open. stuff for her, like with her name on it. And it's crazy, but... Uh, I don't think I'd want that. I like, you know, I want like a, I just want to be respected more than fame. 
You know, I want to be comfortable. Right. Don't get me wrong, but I'd rather the respect. Like yeah, a, I like, like a Regan. I like being be able to take the subway. Yes, me too. I heard Ed Norton say that once. He was like, "I never want to be too famous that I can't take the New York subway." Right, right. And he might be now. Oh, for like sure. Like the Hulk, probably. Yeah, is like that's like the main. But like he was yeah. kind of under the radar for a while. I see like, like really famous people in New York though all the time, and nobody bothers them. Like I'd see Seth Meyers a lot, just with I his see wife. Too. And, yeah, just like oh, but they get bothered. Joaquin I mean, Phoenix. Yeah. I saw Philip Seymour Hoffman waddling down Second Avenue once, and he looked pissed. He was just fat and sweaty and white, just barreling down Second Avenue. Everybody got out of his way. And then, like, a year later, he was dead. Oh, Uh, yeah. Yeah. Such an amazing, Uh, such an amazing. What a talent. Being able to take walks, I don't think, I don't know how I would, I mean, the winter Mm. kills me because I can't take walks, and that hurts my writing. Love walks. So, like, walks, if I lost walks, that would be... That would, that would what do you mean brutal. it hurts your writing? I really relate to that. Because I, I like to you... take walks to think of. I like to take walks to think of ideas. You know, it's hard to it's hard to just sit in, and stew in a room and come up with joke premises. I completely agree. Yeah, and uh, you know who's a big walk guy? Woody Allen. I've seen him a bunch. You have? No yeah. way. Yeah, I've never yeah. seen him. Yeah, I met him in a uh, in what a, in a deli when I was a little kid. He's oh friends with Diane Weist. Yeah. What? <laughs> you? I, I'm not. Oh no, I used to play with Diane Weist's kid in the park. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. I mean, Sam I was, was twenty one. Th- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, but no, my mom would. Uh, my mom would talk to her and stuff, and, wow. and they'd be playing. Yeah, yeah. my friend. Uh, my friend made out with her daughter when they were like teens, and he's gay now. But, hey, <laughs> I think he was gay before he kissed her. I think we yeah. just you know. But uh, yeah, Woody Allen. I met him in a deli once, and. I didn't. I knew who he was from like the tabloids. I didn't know his work at the time. I was probably six. Wow. I knew he was because he was going through that Mia Farrow scam. Yeah. Kind of yeah. weird that I got his autograph based on. <laughs> yeah. The based on on the fact that he had sex with his stepdaughter. And <laughs> right, that, right. Like that's how I'm like this guy. Got to get his autograph. Yeah. You're my hero. <laughs> <laughs> but I knew he was like I knew he was like a great yeah, uh, yeah. figure. So sure. it, I wanted to. And my mom like one time she's like, would you please give him an autograph? And he was, and he was like, oh, yeah, sure. He was like all nervous to give me. Really? I lost it. I was a little kid. But wow. just having that interaction means more to me than, of course. Like, even though you know, even though he's probably a terrible, terrible person. Ah, uh, yeah, maybe I don't. know. I like him. I, I, I mean, his too. work. Yeah. I think he's like the greatest. Yeah, I, I I can separate the two. Like, I still think Cosby's a great comedian. Blah blah blah. But yeah, if Cosby asked you to open for him on the next tour, would <laughs> there's you not going to be another tour. <laughs> I would totally open. I'd let him give me drinks too. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, I can separate. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I met George Carlin, and I'm glad I was old enough to, like, be able to know what the fuck I was doing. It was you and Zach Sims, right? Yeah, well, yeah. How did it happen again? Oh, man, it was the biggest thrill of my life. You know, he's one of my idols. He was doing a book signing at Borders on Wall Street. I had a job at the New York Film Academy. I lied that I had a doctor's appointment. I went all the way down there. The line was around the block. It was, like, three hours I waited. I couldn't get in, uh, in time, so I had to go back to work, and I oh. lied the next day. I had to take two days off of work so i went back the next day and i was like yeah the doctor you know i gotta go back something happened (laughs) so i went back to borders i got in the front of the line i brought my three george carlin books and i could hear all the people in front of me like you were great in bill and ted you were great in jersey girl i was like ah jersey girl what are you fucking crazy it's george carlin so i was like all right i gotta have something ready so i went up and i was like complaints and grievances back in town jamming in new york changed my life and i'm I'm rattling off jokes and albums and he's just like taking all in and he goes what do you do? I go, I'm a comedian. He goes, yeah, you sound like a comedian. <laughs> I go, really? What, what does that mean? He goes, you got a real talent for jacking around. Uh, <laughs> and my good. friends are sitting on the side like, ah! 
<laughs> jacking around is so his. I know. His he really type of said jacking too. around. I don't know what it means, but I'll take it. Like jerking know? off. Yeah. yeah. yeah I I guess. Mean, being like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like that right, shit. right. But yeah. dude, uh, Carlin, that's fucking. He, complaints and grievances. I was talking to a comic about it last night. One of the most underrated albums. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was so angry, but it was so structured. Like, that kind of structured anger was, like, poetic. Yes, yes, I mean, for I, sure. It opens, like, every bit by, here's another group of people that deserve an inoperable tumor at the base of their spine. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's great writing. It like here's another list of people whose, I wish mother's plans included abortions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had a million of them. God, yeah, he and was the best. It's funny now, because I, I listened to him as a kid living in New Orleans, and then when I moved to New York, I listened to him the other day, and I was like, this is so New York. But I never knew that until I lived here. He's so New York. That angry, you know, yeah. not PC, telling you like it is. I never caught that before. Well, I remember I one here. time I was I was listening to uh, It's Bad For You, the album. Uh-huh. One of his later albums, I text Norman. I was like, man, it's a really underrated special. And he's he's at the exact same moment he texts me a picture. He's watching it. Isn't that wild? What? I just shot a crazy? screenshot of my YouTube. Yeah. My I laptop. think that means you guys are soulmates. Yeah. Like comedy soulmates. Comedy soulmates. And well, you, we write together. So. I you bounce, do? I bounce yeah. a lot of... Norman's my go-to for, uh, for if a bit is hacky or not. And do you get, what do you feel like you get out of Mark? When I'll you, tell the truth if it's hacky. I don't yeah. want to, you, you can't have a friend doing a hacky bit because that yeah. reflects on everyone else. And I've been riding with Mark for like, it's got to be like six or seven years, yeah. man. Like I, we have like a, we have a good uh, rapport. We have a, we have a pretty similar sensibility with comedy with like, you know, I, I know if Norman will throw something at me sometimes. I'm like, I know where, what he's trying to say. Yes. If it's like, if it's like a great premise, some, some people just kind of like, we used to not have the confidence to follow through with a premise. Right. Like that. Right. Yeah, exactly. But like then you kind of just like a lot of times I would have a thought and be like, this isn't relatable, you know? But then like, if I had that thought, someone else has had that thought. Right. Yes. You know? So at least try it. Right. And it doesn't always hit but it's worth you got to try it and a lot of people you tell them this wacky high concept idea and their first thought is shut it down that's Mm. i don't get it i can't wrap my head but he all he will always wrap his head around he's very open-minded so he is i mean he's not judgmental i have friends who are like like i i have some friends i'll run a bit by and you can see the disgust in their face as you're telling it and mark's not like that at all he's very uh you know if it's something's bad he tells me but he's also like if it hit you in the the funny twinkle spot there's something there you know you just gotta mine it you know his and his premises have gotten uh increasingly ambitious over the years like more and more so so it's cool it's It's cool to see him kind of dig deeper like i love i mean some i love uh, obviously most uh comics here in new york and but mark you have a really great twitter feed like it's a really generous twitter feed in the sense of like you're just putting all your like really great jokes out there and they're it's just like one after another, really great oh, stuff. And sometimes I can tell like, oh, that thing is going to become a joke. Ah, uh-huh, right, right. Some people tell me like, you put, what are you doing? You're giving it away for free. And I'm like, eh. It's great though. But it's like an open mic for you kind of. Yeah, right? exactly. Like if this gets a lot of retweets, I'll I'll elaborate on it. And also it puts a timestamp on it. So mm-hmm. if someone else has that idea, I go, well, I did that in March 3rd. <laughs> yes. I got it first. So. It seems like now that's happening more and more. That's why I oh, leave yeah. some old clips online now. Yes. I'm like, I don't want to be accused of, like, it's insane. You could be accused of stealing. Like, like that Conan, they, they took my last closer on my last Conan and made it into a meme. Mm-hmm. And I, someone commented under, like, this guy stole this yeah. last, and I'm just like, I absolutely did not. 
And, right. and then I'm like, try to find it online before my set. Uh huh. And then I'll then I'll talk to you. But yeah. Until so it's like it, you're right. It gives it a timestamp. Oh yeah, people are stealing, man. I've had people email me like, "There's a guy in Minneapolis doing your Wi-Fi joke." There's yeah, a but guy you here. confronted that guy. I did. You? I did. I, he was. He came clean. He was like, "You're right." I took it. I loved the joke. I was like, "Well, thanks for being." What, honest. Wait, how do you say it? You're though? right. I yeah, took I just, it? he just I, said. He said, "I I admit I stole your." I stuff. had I had video footage. And I was like, Jesus. this joke is verbatim. It's verbatim. Every word was the same. And uh, I was like, you took it. Just be honest with me, you piece of shit. And I like went off Whoa. on which I shouldn't have done, but I was so angry. Yeah. I was like, how do you live with yourself? You know, comedy's all about ideas. And if you don't have your own ideas, you shouldn't even do comedy, blah, blah, blah. And uh, he was just like, you're right. I, I took the bit. I'm sorry. Oh I love the bit. And he was, I got off easy. Like, then I apologized. You know? It's, oh, gee. It's so, it's so uh, intimate, you know, because it's like the thought we have that's, that's unique and we share it and then you ever like reading you ever reading something on a plane and someone looks over your shoulder yeah and they had that same thought in their head for a second and it feels kind of too intimate and too right, creepy right. they're doing that with something that was unique and that yes. we thought of on our own that's why it's so fucked up you right, know aside right. from just the stealing aspect it's like it's it's grossly intimate yeah and it's sad in a way like it's be like if i wrote you a love letter and mm-hmm. somebody took that love letter and gave it to another girl yeah You're like wait what that was my thing to her <laughs> right that, that's not even the same girl you know it's it's gotta be your thing i'll stop playing leonard cohen for best <laughs> uh, <laughs> well you know what i mean that's that's a good idea actually. but yeah it's too into stealing that's where the whole thing with schumer is like schumer had to put out so much shit all all these years, like hours and hours of material, stand up, right. movie, show. So if you took all of our acts and put them together and had every person in the world look at it, they would go, "Oh, that's been done. That's been done. That's been I done." Know. So it's just it's a wealth of material. Of course, there's going to be some overlap. Yeah, with all the people like the meme people out there, like yeah. the fat Jew, and like all these people on Instagram who've become you know faux celebrities on this. I mean, th- those are the people you should be spending your time attacking. Yes, Amy, yes, know? that's a great go, point. Go after. Look at intent, and and Amy's intent is pure. And, yeah, and but that's the thing that shows how deviant it is. Devious, mm-hmm. devious. Yeah, yeah. It, it, because they just want to knock her down. The fat Jew, they win nothing if they call him out. He's like, yeah, I steal. And they're of like, well, fuck, you know. But with Schumer, they get to knock down a big star, and that's all they want. It's not about the stealing. I tweeted at him, and I know he saw it, which makes me happy. That was a good tweet. Because he, because he, did you see that, that was great. Happy birthday! <laughs> what do you get for the person who has, you who said, steals everything? Yeah, yeah, and he, and he was got in like a text fight with Pilot about it. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, Ugh. Yeah. Can we that talk about your love life a little bit? Sure, sure, whatever you want. Okay, how about what was? I mean, did you really date a woman with one leg? I wouldn't say dated. <laughs> um, <laughs> We kind of had a fling, I guess. <laughs> she was hot. She was hot. Really, you met her, Sam? Yeah, I brought her to a beautiful. wedding. Oh. Yeah, we. How did we, you we meet had fun her? Hanging. Did you she's her great. She was a really cool person. She's great. I just uh, when we get behind closed doors, she would get real weird and uh, like clingy and uh, what's the word? Like she would start talking about the future a lot. Like so, my mom's gonna love you, and when we have kids, and I, and I was like, I gotta get out. It was one of those things. <laughs> what about drives the, the six, comic away more. <laughs> yeah. What about the six children that you're gonna be playing soccer? With? Yeah, yeah. Well, not, I don't know. Not. I want those. But you know what's crazy? Legs. I bet if she, I bet if she was distant to you, you'd still want to see her. Right? Probably, yeah, probably. But yeah. she was super sheltered. I don't like sheltered people. I like realistic, dark people. And she was super like bubbly and. What do you and, think you need from a woman? Uh, not what you want. I think I need, sadly, I think I need like a little guidance. Uh huh. <laughs> you know, like somebody to be like, we got to do this. And you're like, yeah, you're right. 
Okay. That's what I need. Someone who right. takes control a little bit. Not really takes control, but just can see like you got some problems here. We got to work on this. Uh, like somebody who can just see stuff and step back. I need a step backer, like an observer. Right. And I, I think that's hard to find. I think women want to be observed. I think I need a little observing. That's interesting. I think interesting. that that's a kind of like a typically female. I don't know. I'm going to get in trouble for saying that, but. I think that comes easily to women, a lot of women. Oh, really? Yeah, like, you know, I think my boyfriend needs to get into therapy. I hear that a lot Oh, from really? my girlfriend. Mark's, Mark's doing the work. I or mean, they're, he's, like, he's, nurturing, he's, you know, mothering. Yeah, I just came from therapy. Yeah, he's, I'd love to get a New York-based therapist. I'm working on that next. Well, we'll, we'll hook you up. I have we'll, a great we'll, one, but she's we'll in be San wreck. Diego. We'll be your wreck here. Yeah. What? This is like the comedy seller. You need a wreck to get into. Oh, my wreck. Yeah, that would be cool. But do I want to see the same? It's it's fine, right? He's you guys great. all he's totally fine. Don't, he's awesome. Yeah, he's the best. I walked out of the room today. Mike Vecchione was sitting in the waiting room, and he goes, "How's the crowd?" <laughs> <laughs> so they're good. Cool. We call the waiting room uh, the green room. Yeah. That's amazing. I've been having this thing lately where my therapist doesn't tell me what I want to hear, and then I'm like, "Well, I, I, why am I going?" I'm not getting what I want. It's like, and and then I feel embarrassment about like, I'm doing the same stuff that I know I shouldn't be doing. And then I have to fucking go into therapy. It's like, feels like confession to be like, well, I'm doing that thing. It should feel like a confession. Yeah. You should be getting stuff off your chest. And she should be confronting you about it. I don't like that. Well, Well, that's why it sucks. Then you're not dealing with it. (laughs) See, it sucks. I want You're not dealing with it if the person's, I mean, it should feel like a workout for your, for your soul. Right. Yeah. If the weight's not heavy, you're not getting any work done. I guess you're right. I guess I'm getting work done but it's just not fun it's to like get it's like when there. you argue with someone and then you don't deal with the issues yes and then like the yeah that's easier up. yeah it's easier but unless you confront the issues they're going to keep happening yeah right. you got to confront it i just feel like it's insurmountable like the problem because you're probably pushing a lot down it's it's mountable trust you me. can do it the problem that i have i feel like it's just the same fucking problem it's been you're years. not dealing with it maybe i'm not but it's like i've been in therapy for years because you're not dealing with it, you'd be you'd, you'd be finished, finished, you'd be done. How? Well, what's the problem? Just going after the same unavailable types of people. Ah, uh-huh. well, obviously this is a family related. It's going back to the folks. Yep. And uh, yeah. we, can, we can get to the bottom of this in twenty minutes. You think? <laughs> yeah, well, we can Sam, fix you. Sam has to go right on Rachel's show soon. All right. Well, um, yeah, you know, someone was late yeah, to the first that, podcast. Uh, so we would have had more time for this one. But it's you, like this. Just it's like me. here's what's wrong with therapy to me. Not not whatever it's like i see what i'm supposed to do i Mm. see the problem okay it's my family i get it yeah and then i'll just it's almost like a compulsion like i can't stop the feelings of wanting to go to that other thing that doesn't sure but this guy will force you to confront those things and force you to like i used to do the same thing i used to date only on you knew me i used to only date on available women yeah asian women because he knew they wouldn't last. <laughs> Why? What? Well, like, Why? Like they all had polio. No. Uh, it's like Chinese food. Heck joke. <laughs> you know? No, but it was, yeah, I just, yeah, I, w- I would only date women that either had boyfriends or I didn't see a long term. Yeah. You know, like I, w- I would, you know, and now this is like the first healthy relationship I've been to and he's a big part of it, I think. Yeah, but you were physically attracted to No, her. it wasn't just who? To your current girlfriend. Yeah, but there was more there though. I wouldn't have, there was more to it. What if you can't be physically attracted to anybody good for you? That's not possible. Okay. That's that. Then, then maybe you're de- not dealing with stuff, but you got to talk to. I've it. had that same problem. You have? Oh yeah. Did you get over it? Um, doing it now. That's good. Yeah. Okay, if you don't maybe work, I'll try it, your you, guy. you need a guy that's harder on you. That's going to hold you accountable. I feel like that. she's pretty hard on me. Yeah. Oh What's really? Like? <laughs> Spanking? What are we talking? <laughs> okay, so one leg is out. 
Yeah, she got she was too sheltered and too bubbly. It bothered me. Too happy. Okay. Yeah. It just uh, wasn't realistic. It wasn't realistic. Yeah, exactly. I think bubbly is fine as long as it's connected and yes. like realistic. Because like you don't want to be with someone depressed, trust me. I mean, no, no, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> but she was out to lunch. I mean, I mean, I want a podcast with one that ain't easy. I'll <laughs> yeah, tell you. Yeah. Do you think I'm depressed? Yes. All the time? Not all the time, but I think you're depressed. Are you not? I guess. I mean, I think that I'm also I mean, I'm, I'm also making a joke. I didn't think there was going to be a follow-up to that joke. I thought it was like a fun line. <laughs> hey, this is Joe List, and that's Mark Norman here. From Tuesdays with Stories, check out our podcast. Tell them why, Mark. You're going to love it. It's nothing but laughs, jokes, stories from the road, vagina, and that guy. Yeah, you're getting laid, whippy, and silly. Check it out. Find new and archived episodes of Tuesdays with Stories on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and tune in. Should we do emails? Let's do I love email. what you said though about how you know liked, what you need. I liked hearing about mm. his his taste though. I was fascinated. Me too. I love. Uh, wait. So the follow up to what do you need? Who, what do you actually usually go for? Like, what do you tend to want? Well, see, I think I'm different. You're a girl. I'm just going for sex. Mm-hmm. I don't want anything else. You know, right when I hear about anything in her life, I check out. Just yeah. out of like protection to myself because I don't want to get attached or blah, blah, blah. Although that, you're probably bored. Yeah, and bored. And, you know, she's talking about her cats and I'm like, oh, how do I get out of here? But, uh, yeah, I just, I'm just going for sex, but I didn't want to get attached. That was my whole thing. I don't want to, I don't want to learn anything about you because then you're a person. You ever that go on the road though? Question. Yeah, I have a question too. Like, I, this would happen to me sometimes when I was single and it was, an, it had a similar thing with a woman. I think like, do you ever go on the road? And you meet someone who's really cool and really hot, and yeah. you hook up, and you're like, "Fuck, I really like this person." Uh-huh. I could like see a future if she if it wasn't this obstacle, maybe. Oh yeah, sure. Like a lot? Nah, that's probably twice, maybe. Yeah. Do you stay in touch with them or no? Nah, nah, because that would be dangerous. It's dangerous. Then yeah. You get attached and feelings and. Uh, so I you've never feelings. met someone that you're like, I'm compelled to learn more about her. Like I really want to learn more about what's in her head. Rarely, and if I do, I, I push against it. Really? Yeah. So you don't want a relationship? Not now, no. Do you feel like it would get in the way of your work? No, nah, I just, I, I feel like if you can't be a good boyfriend, you shouldn't do it at all. That's that's actually pretty yeah, that's commendable, smart. though. You know, so I don't yeah. want to just get, it's like, I'm not going to go apply at Home Depot, because I'm not going to give a shit about it. So, <laughs> right, right. so in general, thing. are you fairly happy? Oh, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah. I'm happier knowing all this shit. It's better right. to be aware of it. Because before I was just like, I'm going to have a couple whiskeys, I'm going to go down on this chick, and then I'm going to go home <laughs> and be hungover all day at the next day. But now I'm like aware that I'm doing it, and mm-hmm. it's it's way better. That's so good. Yeah. This therapist, you'd like him. Okay, I'll try him. If you're fine with a guy. I'm fine with a guy. Okay. Yeah, I mean, anybody who, I like knowing that he's done good work. He does Great some weird work. hand stuff, but other than that. <laughs> but those gloves, those gloves. <laughs> what, uh, it, that's interesting, though, that, because uh, I, I think that's actually commendable, though, that you're like, I know I won't be, I'll save it for when I'm going to do this right. Yeah, yeah, and ironically, if we're getting real candid here. Yes. I was, uh, if I started having feelings for a girl, I couldn't get it up. Really? And I, so I was banging like four girls a week, mm-hmm. and then ironically, the ones I liked, I couldn't bang. Because you're connected, you Yeah, think? I was connected, and it, my brain was so fucked up. They're like, what do you do? I'm not going to let you fuck her. <laughs> That's how fucked up my brain was. And these girls were like, what, you don't like me? And I'm like, no, I do like you. That's why I can't get it up. And they were like, oh, good one. I'm like, no, I'm serious. But then I go back to some whore on Third Avenue, and I'm, you know, jizzing all over the place. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, it was That's weird. That's fucking amazing. That's how yeah. crazy the brain is. It's all connected. It really is. It can really fuck you. 
It works. Yeah, I used to, like, do you, I think it also would happen when I watched a lot of porn. Like, when I, when I mm-hmm. would be like, ooh, I like it when a girl's dumb right now, I think. You yeah, Because yeah. that means I'm not going to have to commit to her or see it. And now I'm like, I don't really watch porn that much anymore. I, I almost never watch it. I'm trying to watch less because of you. You've inspired Dude, it, me. Yeah, it's, it's better, I think, man. You, you, I think you th- look at women differently. Right, you right. You because I would kind of be like... Uh, I remember Rachel when we'd be on her show she would do this character where she'd do the dumb porn star and I thought the character was kind of hot uh, <laughs> of course because she was course. like mocking and she'd be like ah yeah fuck yeah like right, talk like that right. and I'd be like I jerk off the shit like that <laughs> yeah you know? yeah so I was like this is a bad sign she's like mocking and I'd be like oh wow and uh, that's interesting yeah and I just like imagination Oh, that's my tough. girlfriend, shit like that. Like, uh, it helps. Girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm in a long distance relationship, so I'm always uh, yeah. longing for her, you know? Like, maybe if she was here, it wouldn't be as much, but I'm like, I jerk off to my girlfriend a lot. Well, are you guys, I don't know how much you want to reveal here, but are you and your lady doing like kinky shit? Or is it pretty it's meat not and potatoes? That kinky. No, okay. it's, and it still turns you on. Yeah. Wow. She turns me on. That's a great sign. Sure. Yeah. Because with, you know, these girls, I'm. it's like your old joke, like, tell me I'm adopted. <laughs> it's the only way I get off, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's getting to that point now. You know, threesomes and you know, different girl at night. It's fucking. My, my roommate head. and I used to. I don't know if you ever at an old place. I don't think you were at an old place, man. But it was so small, and he would just hear the shit my girlfriend would say to me, like I was in that place. <laughs> and there's like an ex, and he'd be like, he would just like repeat it the next day, and I'd be like, yeah, that was pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, what? Give us a sample. I don't even remember okay. like line for Baden, but they were like just bad. They were just like degrading and ridiculous. <laughs> <Yeah>. You know, <laughs> they were just shitty. I remember once dating a guy. This was years ago. I was in a lot of pain over a breakup. Uh, years and years ago and uh, I met a guy that was super attractive and everybody in town was like that guy's ungettable do not go near that guy he is like the bad boy around town is this the guy you dated for years Mm -mm. and uh, I was like him and I was just like drunk all the time that's when I was drinking Yeah. and I was just like I don't care like I don't care I don't want it I don't want a boyfriend anyway I was like smoking and drinking and completely self-destructive I wish I knew you like this I was just like this like really skinny and smoking all the time and just like you know kind of the same just you with a cigarette basically uh, (laughs) somehow I I think about this all the time and romanticize it because I got this guy who was ungettable that everybody in town was Uh like do not go near him he'll break your heart to break a myth every guy is gettable Right. That's I don't bullshit. Know. I don't know. Why is he ungettable is to date him or to just yeah, fuck him? To oh, date him. Okay, I thought you meant to like hook up with. No, like, no, it's a date. Yeah, yeah. So you date Oh, you him. wanted to date him. I did not want anything to do with him. All I wanted to do was get back with my ex boyfriend okay. and drink and smoke a lot more. And um but I was like you know, my friends were like, You need to date somebody or hang out with somebody. So I go out with this guy like first night, I'm like, you wanna hook up? Like, I'd never done that. Why'd you go out with him, even? I think uh, he was just cute. He was there, and he, like, gave me a little attention. And my friends were like, oh, come on, just go make out with him. And I was like, I don't do that. And then, like, you need to get over your ex. We're sick of hearing about it. Just go off with this guy. So I got drunk. Every guy dreams at this night. Yeah. Yeah. Landing the girl in this night. The night happened, and I had never said this before, but I was just like, hey, just so you know. I am not available for anything, like wow. at all. That I would turn just, me on. I think really. Just want, I mean, I well, think if a girl says it. Yeah, different. if a girl says that, I like, wasn't. Whoa, that'd be, I was that'd being be fucking, honest. Yeah. Oh, you said that. I said I am oh, not. Oh, that would turn me on yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. And he was like, great. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I know you're like the bad boy around town. You're unavailable, so it should be a perfect. Oh my match. god, this is like all the hottest things a girl yeah, could say. Yeah. Like, I know you're bad. I'm like, ooh, I yeah. Holy shit. He loved it. He was like, all right, I'm in. And I was like, but just so you know. 
Not that you would get attached, but if you ever did, it will never work out because I'm a fucking wreck for easily the next eight months. And he's like, fine. Perfect. Totally perfect. That? Yeah. And I was like, we're never going to date. You got it? And he's like, I get it. I am not a dater. So and you cut like, to okay. like your wedding. You're like, this is not going <laughs> yeah. anywhere. Right. Also, and you keep harping. He's sold. He's, he's into totally it. into it. I was like, are you down for just a physical relationship? He's like, yes. I'm what? Like, this pussy Great. is not for sale. <laughs> anyway, I thought it would be like a one-time thing. Was, and then I was like, well, let's do it again. And I I broke all my own rules. I was like texting him whenever the fuck I felt like I was like. like that Ashton Kutcher, Mila Kunis movie? Yep. Same oh, exact plot. Yeah. <laughs> But I, in anyway, he started to like me. He was buying me gifts. He was was like, "I'd like to meet your family." I think. Whoa! And I was like, family. "Hey, remember the thing about how I'm still screwed up on my ex? Like, I can't." Yeah. And I had to drink so much to to, to fuck him to be with him. Oh, and wow. he was so cute and so nice. And like, there was no reason I would have to do that other than like pushing down all my grief. Uh-huh. Boy, we're very similar. Really? Yeah. I yeah. mean, this I mean, is all shit I'm going through. You guys through. should, uh... I was, know. uh... I was, well, hey, you know. Frisbee body. I got I'm a... really unavailable. <laughs> I am, too. He's also, he's also a bad boy on you. So. I know, and I'm so a bad, funny. bad girl. Whenever girls say that, don't hook up with him, that guy... Because all the girls at the stand said that to this girl, and, and I fucked her. <laughs> and it's like, that's almost like a helping. It is helping. In a way, helping yeah. you? Yeah, helping the guy. Like, yeah. As long as the guy's not he's dangerous. Yeah. yeah. But, like, yeah, if they're like, Yo, don't hook up with that guy, he'll break your heart. Yeah, girls, like, I want to fucking yeah, roll the dice. set something off, like, oh, yeah. what's his thing? But I think about that all the time now when I can't, like, get somebody to be my boyfriend you know, that I actually want to date. I'm like, I wish I could just channel that old drunk girl that i used to be like however many years ago and just be like you know read the same script but mm-hmm. it wouldn't mean anything right it right, would be right. like empty but i think about that like i should just play a game and just be like, but empty is at least exciting right is that what you mean because it would be like it would lead to some excitement you mean is that why no i think like i could actually get this guy just like i got the old guy right. who was ungettable i could yeah. i could get a new guy if i if i did this old manipulation tactic but it doesn't work like i was being authentic then i was like i really can't offer you anything and then he ended up kind of falling for me and i was like we got to break up because i can't i'm never gonna like you in that way i told you that wow um anyway he got over it he's married and happy and blah 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 oh shit but All right. that was quick. <laughs> years later he uh. met, yeah but it was i get what you mean about like i'm only available for this one thing and it's not maybe ideal but it works like i just remember having to have a bunch of drinks in order to have yeah but it's also ridiculous like at this stage of his career to be in a really i mean for me to be in a relationship it yeah. makes the road so much harder it makes my oh, life yeah. so much harder to be to, like to have to feel that loneliness on the road i used to just be able to yeah don't do like it. just get on tinder and just fucking swipe away it was oh great. yeah and now i just miss her all the time it's hard man wow. it makes it harder it's hard to be connected to her on the road because i'm like fuck this is a lot of missing a person. Yeah, know? but is and it's worth it. The missing. Yeah, is I love worth her, it, man. She's all, awesome, but it's right. just it's it's not easy, you know. Wow. And she pushed me away a lot in the beginning, but it's like that. That's also like. See, that's a, that's where I admire you. If someone pushes me away, I'm out. I was like, I'm I, just like, oh, you want me to away? I'm I'll, I'll, I'll go go away, you know. But but yeah. do you ever cry? Oh, sure. I get sad about stuff. Of course, yeah. But about that's why women. I, that's why I don't go because oh, I so get so there sad. Was a time oh, dude, it was that it you were me. in love. Oh yeah, I was. Dated a girl for 11 years. Oh, my God. We would live together, the whole thing. Way to bury the lead, Norman. Well, I mean, people know. that He's got a popular I podcast. Know. People know oh, this. Oh, Tuesdays you know? with Stories. We yeah, should mention that you. with the great Joe List. On this network. Who is one of the funniest and most elegant comedians as well. Elegant. I like his, well, physically <laughs> elegant. I think he has like a certain stature that I like he's watching. He's got like a giraffe thing uh-huh. going. 
you know? He has a bit of that Ted Alexandro wall lean. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, lean. yeah. Except he's, a, he's got a more nervous wall lean. Yeah. <laughs> he leans against he's the wall so and you're funny. like, this wall may collapse or something. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I need the support. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, listen to Tuesdays with stories. I wanted I hung to get with to some... last night. We had a good hang. Oh, good. But, uh, yeah, that's... I, I care, Anya. <laughs> <laughs> 11 sure. years with somebody, that is really mm-hmm. a long thing. How did, So that killed you. When that was over, yeah, oh, that was a doozy. Yeah. But you were, but I think it hurt her more, right? I mean, yeah, because you were, you were kind of anticipating the end. definitely. And I dumped her, and I she got, I got caught cheating, and I was like the Fred Durst thing, not Fred, Robert, Robert Durst, <laughs> where I wanted to get caught. I realize that now, but at the time I was like, "Fuck! Oh my god, I got caught!" Like I a, remember. Uh, um, uh, Email. Well, no, a text? picture popped up, text on my phone, which was on the coffee table. I was in the shower. <gasps> I remember we t- you were texting me right after because we were bouncing bits, and I was like, dude, why haven't you responded to my joke? And you're like, my life's falling apart. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. no. That's excusable. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so that's pretty recent. Uh, two years okay, ago. Yeah. yeah, and she just ripped the curtain open. I'm in the shower like, hey, what's that? You want in here? Huh? You know, like a rubber ducky. Uh-huh. And uh, she just showed me the picture, dropped the phone. I'm picking up the phone. I jump out of the shower. I'm naked, like pleading with her in the living room, naked and wet. It was so, you know, embarrassing. And That's I was like the like, male version of Psycho. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of the knife, just a, you right. fucking asshole. Right. And I remember like trying to talk me out. Like, it was one time. It never happened. She's like, I read the whole thread, which was just like, Whoa. I loved it when you did this. The first time was even better, but blah, blah, and listed everything. And I was like, kids, caught. lock your phones. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. That yeah. is painful. Although, it's still, I mean, that's brutal. That's, yeah. that's a painful way to end it. And then, like, six months of me just groveling winning her back getting her trust me again and then i dumped her damn because i needed that like uh, i can't have you hating me but you guys are friendly now right? yeah we're cool now and uh, she lives with a guy she's doing fine you know yeah but, she yeah. was a good person man good egg good she egg. Was a good person man that's uh that's a tough ending i remember you were like you were handling it better than i would have because i mean you were living with her you were kind of like you were bouncing around all these different areas. I remember when that happened. You yeah. were like in, you'd be in Brooklyn one month, yes. you'd be in another place. One. It was kind of it was kind of like an adventure. It was. It was. It was like an eighties movie. I was sleeping on couches. I was in Staten Island sleeping. I would just fuck random girls, and I'd wake up in Jersey, like hungover. Like holy <laughs> shit! It was a wild month, and I, I'm, my family doesn't deal with anything, so I wouldn't even like. I never cried on people's shoulders, or I couldn't show emotion, so I just kind of dealt with it, you know, sexually and booze wise mm-hmm. uh, and then that's why I was like I need to go to therapy and that's when I went yeah that's great yeah mm-hmm. the I was awareness. proud of you man it was, was big it was, it was a big step remember when I called you after I was like he said this he said this and, uh, oh it's it such crazy. a bummer because Norman never opens up and he's yeah. calling me and he's going on and on I'm like oh my god and they're like, they're like I was at red eye and they're like they're like, well, alright we're taping now I'm like ah fuck and then I, <laughs> no. I called Norman back after and he was like totally like back to being robotic <laughs> I was like god damn it that was your yeah. window it yeah. was my window yeah. to get inside Mark fixing his oh, yeah. but, uh, no but I was I was I just hearing him on the phone I was like wow he's like he's really he must have opened up a lot and he's 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 working on it man it's, oh, it's yeah. not easy I was proud of you yeah good for you I, I feel you I went through a similar thing and it's like it took years to get over yeah but the desire to want to change stuff is big I feel oh, like yeah. my whole record is about that my whole ah. last record is about like a lot of sad love songs great like I want to do things differently I'm just uh, overdoing things the same old way and they might be repeating and they might seem like they're repeating but I can tell it's slightly different yeah it's just baby steps it's crazy do you guys have the thing where if someone likes you, you 
you don't buy it, you're like, what? You like me? Get Dude, out of here. Yes. absolutely. All right, I have that absolutely. so bad. When it was when it was a girl I didn't care about, I would be like, I'd be like, yeah, she probably like, who gives a shit? But with like with the girl I'm dating now, I, I at first I was like, there's no way she actually, like, yeah, she's, she's stringing me along. Yeah, she's smart. exactly. If it's a smart, cool girl, I'm like, right. why the fuck does she like me? Yeah, where does, does that she come not, from? She must not see me as I yes, am. Yes, that's what I think. And <laughs> and and for a long time, I'll just say to her, I'm like, I don't know if you see me. You know, and like, I was kind of <laughs> yeah, like yeah. trying to pers- persuade her not to like. Yeah. Yes, yes. And I think she was like, no, I see who you are, and right. I like you. And it was, and that's like mind-blowing, and it's yeah. hard to I get, accept. I get turned off sometimes by- So do I. And it really, I, that bothers me. When I meet someone nice and then they like me, I'm like, Ugh. It like yeah. kind of creeps me out. Or, But my go-to thing that my therapist is always telling me to work on is, I think I'm being punked. I constantly, <laughs> me too, because yeah. of the way the last thing- ended in this kind of like similar way but i was the girl in the shower or like holding right. the phone yeah uh, i just feel like i can't trust anybody i'm like the other shoe's gonna drop any other yep, second yep. and i i'm always like are you joking like do you, you don't really like me or like every text if, yeah feels they, like a joke if they with see me. you as who mm-hmm. you are yes. and they break up with you when they see who you are that's when it really fucking hurts oh yeah if it's just if it's just a bullshit like ah she didn't like like that's why it doesn't hurt when you get rejected at a bar when like that one right. line fails you're like well, who gives a shit you didn't even know me yes but when they know you that's when you're like ah oh, that one fucking ripped me to shreds yeah I went on like two dates with this girl and after the second date she's like we can't see each other anymore I just doesn't feel right and I was like ah oh, that fucking hurt two dates and but you she thought knew you were doing, who I was and she you could, thought you were doing what why she thought you were like a womanizer or something I think she just I think she just figured me out and got my she knew I was bullshitting her and she figured it all out and she's like you're kind of a bad guy like done. <laughs> oh, no. I was like ah, I am a bad guy well she didn't figure you out you're not a bad guy you know why because well, you're, you're being honest about your intentions you know I, I guess but I think I was lying to her I think I was oh, trying to hide that guy oh. and she she saw right through it Oh, I'm not as convincing as I think I am. <laughs> so. You put up numbers, Mark. Yeah, yeah. Mark puts up. We were talking about the uh, about the Poonhound Hall of Fame at the cellar one night <laughs> with uh, Keith Robinson. But we were all talking about like the absolute uh, Poon Hall of Fame. And, yeah. And he's like, who are the, some of the young guys? And I was like, well, I think Norman's jersey's already up in the rafters. I think he's. <laughs> I think he's already in. It's that opening line. Ah, uh, maybe. It's a maybe. great opening. People are gonna start stealing that line, man. Yeah, I I'm bet sure you get, he has do you get messages more. about your podcast. People stealing your opener. No, I've never told anyone. So this is it. You, you got an exclusive. You can steal. You can steal an opener off stage. Yeah, yeah, right. But you can't. You can't. I mean, oh, these joke thieves. I know. I, I, I lose it. Yeah. Should we take an email? Yeah, let's do an email. We're hogging this thing. All right, this is from a male listener. Okay. Uh, I'm a new convert to the show. Absolutely love it. You have me laughing like a crazy person on my way to work, so thanks for that. Hey, look at that. This might be one more for Anya, but love to know what the guys think, too, and whether there's a parallel in stand-up. I'm a singer-songwriter with a band, and although I mainly write narrative songs outside of my own life experience, I sometimes do the odd confessional here and there. I've been with my girlfriend for five years, and we're very happy and settled together, but a couple of years ago... I wrote this song about an ex. I'd had a very messy breakup with this girl, and the song wasn't exactly complimentary, but it probably indicated the nature of how heartbroken I was, Uh. though she knew this already. I tried to make the song sound like a generic heartbreaker, but my girlfriend figured it out. I understand it hurt her feelings that I wrote a song about an ex, but I want to feel free to use any of my life experiences as potential material. She felt it was a betrayal. I think she feels awkward when I play it live. Because she thinks all our friends know it's obviously about my ex. I don't think they do. But I'm not going to throw away a good song because it makes her feel uncomfortable. Yeah, he's completely right. Is that insensitive? 
I've tried to explain it's just a song. I'm not reliving the experience every time I sing it. And once the song is out there, it just kind of belongs to whoever listens to it. I think she's over. The song is called The Best I Ever Had. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah, she, that no, but bad. Can, I, can I cut you off for a yeah. second? Just, I mean, she's, I understand her feelings, but she's overstepping. I mean, you can't write your jokes or your music for, for, your, for anyone but yourself. I mean, oh, yeah. you, you think my fucking mom liked hearing uh, a story about me leaving lunch with her to go get a blowjob <laughs> in my Comedy Central special? Right. Of course not, but it's not for her. Yeah. You know, sorry, it's mom. like, yeah, yeah, sorry, mom. But you just can't, you know, I don't know. That's my stance. I, I completely it. agree. And also, this guy's obviously a good guy. He gives a shit enough yeah. to write in. He's concerned about it. He's worried about her feelings. He's considerate. I think they'll be fine. This is no, this is no problem in this grand scheme of things. No. These, these, this couple's fine. I like your positive attitude. That's Wh- good. What do you mean? Oh, this is a great guy. Well, they, to, to call a write in, he's really he's, worried. This she, is she, the kind uh, of attitude, Sam, and I'm touching your leg. This is the kind of attitude you. I'd like to see from you more. He immediately gives the listener positive reinforcement for writing in. He's not thinking of I shit on a lot of the listeners, and she thinks uh, it's hurting. The, no, I'm, you shit on me. His, that's true. <laughs> This girlfriend, uh, she pulled the shower curtain and hold up the lyrics. <laughs> Who is this whore? <laughs> no, I agree. It's big to write in. He sounds like a sensitive guy. And yeah, you got to just, you. it's a song. I mean, there aren't that many songs to right. write you're, in your lifetime. You're, yes. you're a good dude. You're, it's true. All right. Go one more. Let's do one more. Email. Really? Yeah, well, we, we can do one more. All right. This is a sex question. Okay. Finally. <laughs> Hi, we know nothing. Big fan. I subscribed after Anya's interview on Ear Fuel. Ooh. I really enjoy. Yeah, thanks, Ear Fuel. I mm. uh, really enjoy the unique energy you three have. Anya, love the new album. Sam, huge respect for Class Act, and I hope Phil's Word. movie is going well. It's not. Oh. He's not a good actor. Yeah, yeah. But My question will be in another gay porn. <laughs> <laughs> my question has to do with the problem that has spanned all of my previous relationships. I'm 25 and a straight guy. Whenever I have sex with a partner, I've not been able to come. I enjoy mm. myself. I communicate what I like. I give as much as I receive, but it just doesn't happen. Wow. I know it's not a medical issue because I can seal the deal just fine on my own. And I've had a healthy number of partners over the years, so I can't chalk it up to a lack of experience. The quality of the sex doesn't change the fact that it just doesn't seem to happen for me. I've tried a bunch of different things, telling the girl what I prefer, changing positions with and without condoms, discussed beforehand, drunk and sober, nothing works. What should I do? Go to a doctor? Do I need to date women with more experience? What am I doing wrong? Please help. Ooh, I got a couple things here, but you you go. No, you. I want to hear what you say. Yeah. Uh, Mark, you, you're going to have the best answer. For first of all, <laughs> you guys have amazing fans. These are all like good, clean people. People yeah, who yeah. run in our show are like just derelicts and <laughs> deviants. Well, I, we have Anya to thank for that. Oh, I think. Okay. Anya brings an NPR vibe to the show. Yes. I don't think I would have, you know. Completely. Uh, secondly, this guy... I know it sucks, you know, we all want to blow a nice fat wad, <laughs> but uh, you got to use this, man. There's so many guys out there who are coming prematurely, like, this is your superpower. Oh, Look yeah. at it wow. in, a, in a good light. Hold on to that. Uh, and second, or the third thing is, a big reason you're not coming is because you're thinking about coming the whole time. Yeah. So you got to just let loose. Get in the moment, baby. <laughs> Slip into that gushy squish. Also, I mean, what what do you come to when you masturbate? You try to throw that into sex. I mean, like mm. what? I mean, you must be holding back something if that's what it is, you know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, I don't know. Well, it's hard to come when you wear condoms. I, I it mean, really I, is. I mean, it's not easy. It's just you don't you don't feel as much. But, yeah, but, but it's all mental, baby. It's all mental. I think you need to write about what you're afraid of. 
and just just burn it when you're done if you and want. And if it's clown, no, start jerking at the clowns. <laughs> nobody's you know. gonna read it. Right. Just try to get to the bottom of what you're afraid of. Write everything out, like totally free association. Like I'm scared she'll really know who I am, or I'm scared I'll be terrible, or I'm scared I'll shit my pants. Whatever you're afraid of, write all of the, oh, those things out. Interesting. And then maybe that will kind of like. I don't know. I think you're tense. You need yes. relief and release. Obviously. Yeah. Like he just, uh, it's so much pressure you're putting on yourself. It's true. What Mark's saying, it is a superpower. So at one point you will come, but for yeah. now just kind of know what, I know what he's, he's frustrated because he's probably not enjoying it, but he's probably, right. he's probably like, he's hard, but he's not, He's not in the moment, probably. If you can't come, he's probably checked out during sex. Yeah. After a while, it's like... Well, I, ejaculating, I coming, I mean, for both people is, at the very heart of it, totally surrendering. Uh-huh. So someone has to see you, and that's really scary. Good point. Like, yeah. to totally be seen and surrender, that's fucking terrifying, that's the French probably. are so good at it. <laughs> yeah, just like, can you make it dark? Right, well, we can have you a few just... misfires here. Yeah. Sorry. That was too smart for the room. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, I don't think it was that smart. Nah, just... <laughs> maybe not. I'm trying to help you. Also, and if that doesn't work, just try cuckolding and uh, call it a day. <laughs> what a great pod. Loved having you, yeah, Mark. Man. Thank yeah, you great. so great. much. You're amazing. You guys are easy yeah. to chat with. Uh, welcome back anytime. Good yeah, luck with dude. the... Let me know how therapy goes. Mark's I will let his, you know uh, how mine goes. Please. I think I'm going to call your dude. Call him. Yeah. yeah, hit him up. He's great. Let's Mark's talk got about a, your He's got a stuff. Comedy Central taping coming up in March. Oh, can people come? Of course, I'll set out all the info. Check Just my follow website. him at Mark Norm on Twitter, yes. and uh, he'll post all that stuff. And uh, you know, it's going to be a killer hour. So his C- his last CD is uh, is one of the best debut albums, man. Still uh, got geez. it on iTunes. Still, Still good. got it. Get Still that. It, yeah. The reason I waited so long to release mine is Mark. So get it. Uh, it's killer. Come so on. good. Right. So good. And check out Tuesdays with Stories. Thank you. Podcast. And Phil not being here is the best thing to happen. <laughs> this was this yeah. was the trade that's going to win us the pennant. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Get Hanley out of here. What uh, other appearances? Uh, I'll be on Conan a couple weeks, I think, yeah. or, or maybe maybe a month or two. But yeah, so look, just check the website for details and Twitter and all that. Okay, great. Sam, you're good. You're going to be at bunch Zany's of, yeah, March 9th through 13th. Ooh, fun room. Wiley's in Dayton. Yeah. And when does this come out? March 17th through 19th. When does this one um, come out? This is early March. Okay. So, yeah, March 8th in Lansing also at The Loft. That'll be a good one. So come out to that. Um, and a bunch of red eye uh, appearances in March. I think I like to raise. On twice. Fox. Yeah. And, and one of them is against Maggie. So you don't want to miss that. My album, Paper Plane, is out now. You can grab that on my website, anyamarina.com or iTunes and Amazon. And write us at weknownothingpod at gmail.com. Thank you to Art19 and Comedy Voices and Shelby for engineering all the shows. Thank you, Shelby. And Stand Up New York. Uh, we love you guys. Also, and we know, and also my album, Class Act. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Great. Okay. Awesome. Get all the plugs in there. All right. We love you and we know nothing. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye.